you're from Vaughn, right? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And from what I read, and I don't like to go to the bio, but I am going to go to the bio and say, you guys lived in the same neighborhood? Well, me and Stevie knew each other since grade two. Then yeah. he switched schools and met John. And then uh, grade two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sat beside each other, Mrs. Payne's class. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then he switched schools, met John Luca, and started playing bass. And uh, I was already playing guitar. Then uh, how old were you then? I started playing. I think I was thirteen. Thirteen, eh? Wow. Yeah. And I think they started around the same age. I started around the same age too, playing guitar. When I was thirteen. And then we, me and Steve met up again in grade eight, and we all started jamming. And uh, I was a guitar player for a while. And then eventually we found out Steve could sing, and uh, he started singing, but uh, I switched to drums and glass amp. How does it feel being a guitar player switches to drums? Uh, it was tough. I thought it was going to be a lot easier. <laughs> oh, I play drums. How hard could it be? But uh, it's, uh, it's cool. You got an insight on uh, everybody else, right? You know, I'm trying to think of the, of the great guitar players that turned drummers, and, and I know uh, Alex Van Halen started as a guitar player and went to drums. I know Steven Tyler was a drummer, became a lead singer, but there's a bunch of people that tra- you know, kind of trade out and all that kind of stuff. So when you, it's interesting. You said that you found out that he could sing. Well, what was what was the occasion? Was it something formal I like a jam? What happened? It was a party at his house, and he was just strumming away at the guitar. And I think he was singing like Hotel California or something. Yeah, something. It sounded After good. A couple drinks. And he was sounded good. So uh, it took a while to convince him, but he did it, and I think that worked out. Glass amp comes from a, a, a no. It's rooted in a long tradition of of blues rock. How did you come around to feeling that this is what you were going to do? What were the first songs you started to play? Well, we, yeah, here you take. I've always loved the blues. Like uh, growing up, my father was a musician, guitar player. He was always playing, you know, Santana. Yeah. So I was always into that improvising, like heavy improv kind of music, right? Then I got into like BB King and like. Clapton. You know, Clapton. Clapton was a big one for me. And I just fell in love with the blues and just luck for have it. These guys are blues fans too. And we just. Are you guys kind of a product? Uh, your tastes come from, you know, parents and brothers' record collections and stuff like that? Or did you come by it yeah, by discovering it down. on your own? I, well, I remember my cousin, like, he would always burn me CDs, like, with, like, just, like, you know, mixtapes and compilations and stuff with, like, chilies and Pearl Jam. So they had a big influence on, on my taste, but. So what was the first thing you guys started to jam on when you got together? Our first show was a, a high school thing. Yeah, what did we Take the mic. We played Let It we Be. Just, yeah, we played Let It Be by the Beatles for like some and music night at the, our high school. The Godfather. And then we said well, we should be a band. And then the, so the that's where it started. That well, that was started. our first gig. Like We were jamming, but that was our first time playing on a stage. Wow. It was in our cafeteria. <laughs> the thing is, too, is we've jammed together like since like grade 8. And we didn't become like Glass Amp till grade 12 so we were always like we had a so it was always there yeah and we did it for fun and then it got serious without trying to get serious i guess like, yeah it just happened right i totally get that yeah. somebody asked me to ask you why are there two peas in glass amp we're not telling you <laughs> no Peretta, <laughs> what's, 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 the what's the mystery and the it's double p glass actually, amp our manager eugene model we were having trouble coming up with a band name and he wrote our initials now and that we have two p's so we needed to put one somewhere <laughs> yeah, that's all right so the initials of the members of the band the first, spell it first and last name first, initials and last name. first name spelled glass last name spell, spell amp with an extra p yeah and we're lucky to have john luke he's got three initials g l no. we call him john yeah but so essentially G-L. it's an acronym for your all your names in a single band 
God, I hope you guys stay together because then you'll have to change the, <laughs> change the name of the, the same initial. Yeah. I was going to, you know, I, that's another thing I talk about. So where do bands come up with their names? And everybody's got a different way. And I've heard the most stupid names in the world, you know. And, and I'm not going to point anybody out right now. But there's a band that gets played on Canadian radio quite a bit. And I went, huh? You know, I, I cornered uh, Scott, uh, Scott Anderson of Finger 11. I said, okay, you have to tell me where does Finger 11 come from because I've never got a straight answer. And then he went on. He went on and on and on. I went, okay, you lost me already. But anyways. What was their original name? Uh, they were the Rainbow Butt Monkeys. Oh, okay. And even us in radio always were t- sort of telling the story that um, somebody in the record company thought that was a dumb name for a band <laughs> and that they should change it to something else. That if you call yourself the Rainbow Butt Monkeys, nobody will take you seriously. They were in the studio recording their next record as the Rainbow Butt Monkeys and then Scott, the lead singer, starts singing the lyrics to the song that he'd just written, and he mentions about uh, Finger Eleven and going in a different direction. And they say, hey, what is, what is that? And they said, well, that's about, you know, um, believing in what you do, and it means going against the grain and going in a direction of something you believe in. And he says, well, that's what we're all about. That's what this music is all about. Maybe we should change our name. And that apparently is the story or something like that. I'm strange, eh? <laughs> what's, uh, what's new for you guys? You're working on a new record? Yeah. Yeah, with actually uh, Steve Malella, who drums for uh, Finger Eleven. And what's it like with working with him? He's a great guy, very professional, very straight up to the point. Is he, uh, you guys, do you guys take direction well, or are you the type of guys that are kind of committed to what you do? It's like, ah, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, man. No, he, we opened up to him like uh, for the first time, I guess. Well, it was the op- first opportunity, I guess, to open up to somebody else and let somebody else in- into your circle. Our- yeah, yeah, and it worked. I think it worked out. We'll see when the songs get released and how everybody. When you're in the studio and somebody's giving you direction like that, do you ever have a sense of doubt? I don't know if I believe in this, and then when you hear it, it says, "Oh, now it kind of makes sense." Was well, it like that? Time, Almost all the time, that. yeah. But then it turns out. But sometimes your doubt actually works too, right? Maybe sometimes you're right, but. It's all discussion. It's open for discussion. It's always good to have like an unbiased person to bounce opinions off of. You sure. know what I mean? I just, I'm always curious about that dynamic between the producer and, uh, and, the, and the artist. Sometimes the producer's role is to just get the ideas down and sort of some of the, some of the arrangements and stuff like that. And some of them are, uh, some of them, some producers are answering to managers who have a, a, a motive that's outside of the band to make you really big, yeah. uh, to get you on the radio perhaps, and stuff like that. And he answers to many people. And, uh, but it's, it comes down to that relationship between you know, the musicians and the songwriters and the producer himself. So uh, tell me about this new record. What's it going to be like? Well, it's not a full length. No, just an EP. Yeah. It's just an EP. Yeah. Another Three EP. Songs, four songs. I'm glad four you songs. said that because I yeah. don't think we need albums anymore. Yeah, well, we would love to do it. Oh, yeah, wouldn't you, eh? We yeah. have, that's actually hard for us because we have to always like we have all these songs, and then it's like, okay, well, we could only do four, and it's like, damn it, which ones should we do? I think that's the hardest part of going. But that's to the that's where we need a guy like Steve to come in and say, that's why it's maybe good these to have are your that best guy. songs. Sort of, sort of the good from the bad. Yeah, we play and say. Okay, yeah, in my head. Oh, yeah, you know what? We were thinking that too. Okay, good. So that's one for sure. Do you find uh, it easy to write songs? Does it come easy for you guys? Well, it's hit and miss. Sometimes it could be like an overnighter. Steve will or John will just show up and be like, I got this thing written. Everybody plugs in their pieces and it works. Then other days, you're just. We'll be hammering months, on for months. And yeah. Yeah, no kidding, eh? And trying to, trying to sort it out. It goes on the shelf for a year or two and then it comes back. 
we record ideas on our phone nowadays. <laughs> so sometimes, like, we'll go through, like, John, he, he does a lot of the recording. And we'll go back, like, what, like a year, a year or two, two and be like, oh, my God, that was good. Let's try that again. Let's add this course. Let's add our new course yeah. and the old verse. Or, or that that will work with what we were trying. Maybe this is a good part for what we're working on now. You know what I mean? Who's the most stubborn? I'll say me. If you guys agree, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to throw anybody out there. That's good. I don't want to break up the band here today. (laughs) Listen, guys, real pleasure to meet you. Please come again and come often. Glass Amp. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much. Glad to be here.